Welcome to your typical Shona protagonist. He's Kai, I'm Kels, and today we're talking about Girls und Panzer der Film, the movie that follows up the first 13 episodes of Girls und Panzer, the TV show. First off, Kai, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. This is a very fun one this week and very non-time consuming, so I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, man. All of 120 minutes, we were able to knock it out with the rest of our life stuff. And on the note of Girls in Panzer, I'm glad you came around to Girls in Panzer as a franchise. I know we we when we did it previously, there was some lack of comprehension because the show is so simple. It's just girls and tanks and a good time. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, like this move, something about this movie just, I feel like it's, honestly, I feel like it's because of the scenery. I was just like, yeah, like, I don't know. It was just something in this one just clicked. Like this movie just clicked for me and I was like, turn your brain off. Or maybe it's because I was, may, you know what it was? I feel like it's because I was going through stuff. I needed a nonchalant like thing to focus on. I feel like that's yeah. what really made me enjoy this. Like, it's not challenging, you know? There's like, easy. It's easy, it's fun, and it's very specific, which is kind of what makes it, uh, makes it successful. Like, because it's not like, hey, we're girls and tanks. It's, hey, we're girls in a Panzer four. you know? It's the, the specificity that gives it the, the clout it has, um, in terms of, tanks as war machines for a variety of different um different nations yeah no like a hundred percent and this was very it was it was very interesting kind of just where we started like jumping straight into it like hey we're already in a battle you know there was no like maho was eating cake by the ocean it's like nah maho's in her fucking tank doing what she does yeah Definitely. And I we, feel like it, her name isn't Maho. I feel like I'm missing her. It's Miho. Miho. That's what it is. Maho is her sister. Miho. Um, but yes, it opens with a, a tank battle. And in Girls in Panzer, the film follows immediately after Girls in Panzer, the, uh, the anime TV show. So we pick right up, right? We've, we've gone through the national tournament. We've, you know, beaten all of our teams despite the odds, and supposedly we're supposed to save the boat school, which is Jesus Christ, this is school on a boat. And we open with this this opening skirmish match. Not a, you know, no one's counting score, but it's like all of the teams so far are going up against each other. You know, just to have a good time to demonstrate what's going on with tankery uh, in Japan. And we get to see all of the all of the players so far. Yeah, which is really cool. You know, we see kind of like a it's like a it's a fun way of doing a recap, honestly. Yes. I'm like, I rock with it. So And of course the teams kind of follow fall on the lines of uh the ally and Axis powers with uh we're we're not gonna go deep into the actual names because there's just so many of them. But um, certainly the the British and Russian forces teaming up against the uh, Japanese, Chinese, and um, 
What's the fifth? Italians? Italians, yes. Yeah. Um, and of course, it comes down to the wire. And our tankery school, uh, URI, loses due to lack of teamwork between uh, the different schools. We lost? At that opening match, yes. See, that's when I was confused. I thought we had lost. I thought we came in second. But then the school president was like, you said if we won, you wouldn't cancel the school. So I was very confused. Well, the, the so the opening match, other than being a recap, is insignificant to the story. Okay. It's just a chance to show us all of the players in the game. But due to us winning in the actual TV season, supposedly the school is not supposed to be closed. But turns out they're tripping on some bullshit. And the minister of education's like, uh, it wasn't in writing, so we're going to close this fucking boat school. And they closed the boat school, which is tragic. Very tragic. Like, the boat school had a lot going for it. It was a giant boat. And they had school. On the boat. There was a whole ass community working and living on the boat school, man. Yeah. Homie straight up said, screw them kids. Which I was like, bruh, kids are our future, but you're right. Which plays into it a little later. But the class prize comes to the entire student body and is like, hey, hate to tell you, uh, boat school's closed. Go home. Yeah, which, like, he's, he was a whole kind of dick about it. Like, I, his motive for just hating these girls is so weird to me because I'm like, did we get explained why he doesn't like them? Or does he just don't- not like them? I don't know if it's a he doesn't like them, um, but again, I don't honestly know what his motives are to make sure the boat school closes. Um, you know, it seems like he's just the bureaucratic asshole that we get to hate. Because the boat school was going to close before the tankery team was even made, you know, like that was in the works. So it might be stubbornness of changing his mind to support the tankery team. But, you know, this is where we sit. The school is supposed yeah. to be closed. Um, tankery team's being disbanded. The Ministry of Education is going to tank, take the tanks, and uh, everyone's just going to have to eat it, you know? Yeah. Except right before everyone leaves, um, our American team which comes in as, I forget their actual name in this show, but the Americans show up with an enormous plane to take all the tanks. So it's the Sanders. The Sanders show up to take the tanks with them. Then they're going to write off all the tanks as damaged or lost. And it's like, man, at least there's some teamwork between the teams. Thank goodness. Very reassuring. So like the Sanders, who are they again? They're not in Germany, right? They're America. No, no, they're America, yes. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, because they like to cheat and stuff, yeah. <laughs> like to cheat and stuff? <laughs> she kept tapping the freaking intercom, bruh. Or, um, radio. I mean, yeah. They even told her, girl, stop doing <laughs> That's what got me. She was like, I heard that blah, 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 blah. No, that was the uh, British, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Okay. For for wiretapping, okay. they were like, "You can't even get a boyfriend. Can't even keep a boyfriend." Because uh, I don't know, man. 
fun, yeah. fun, fun, uh, fun spots. Like I enjoyed that one. But uh, no, Sanders roll in with their airplane and take the tanks. But everyone gets bust off the boat school and uh, gets split up. And it seems like our tankery team gets put into one holding location. Uh, uh, how, like a school classroom. Yeah. Which was like so disrespectful, bro. I'm like, really? This is what we're doing here? Like we got the hall monitor trio who are, was it ever explained that they were all related? No, they're just hall monitors. That look exactly like. But um, yeah, so they all got corralled together into a like classroom of some sorts or something. Well, no, they were dropped off at this rural mountain mountain school and uh, had to like hang out and do school stuff until they got reassigned to their new location. Yeah, and of course, the hall monitors having no sense of purpose anymore since there were no halls to corral fell into depression and then just were became delinquents. I mean, which was kind of funny. Yeah. Because they weren't even like real delinquents. They were just kind of lazy. So I was like, all right, I yeah. guess this is what we're going to do. And then our silent chick, um, her name escapes me. I'm not really, there's so many characters in this. I ain't even going to hold you. I, the names escape me except Naho and, her sister Maho because they rhyme. Miho. Miho. And Maho. Um, you talking about the sleepy one, the the driver? Yeah, who's like who goes Mako. and drags Mako. What? Yep, Mako. Why are all these names so similar? Because Japan. Yeah. I know Mako, Mio, Maho, or Neo, Naho, Maho, Mako, Erica, and Alice. <laughs> Cool. What? <laughs> Alice was the weird antagonist who was like, I like that bear. And Erica is Maho's right hand, and that's why I know her. Because Maho is like my favorite character. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um no, but honestly, I'll be very real with you. I have forgotten damn near half of these characters' names. I'm glad it's um, not just me. No, it's not just you. And, you know, I, and part of it for me is like, oh, yeah, that's the Russian leader. Yeah. And I love the gimmick where um, the Russian leader's given her teammates shit for not speaking Japanese, which I always love when, like, they whole ass speak a language that's not Japanese in an anime. Yeah. Like, um, you know, this did it. Where they're speaking like actual fucking Russian, um, what was it? The Great Pretender did it. I don't know. Megalobox did it with the like international like competitors. One speaking whole ass English, one speaking Spanish. That was fun. Um, So the integration of other languages that are not like spoken Japanese, I really enjoy. No, so I love it that because they just do such a good job at it. And, like, the whole Russian team was just hilarious to me. Like, wait, you speak English? <laughs> yeah, uh, man, she speaks Japanese better than any of us. Yeah. Well, now you tell me. Um, But, yeah, you know, tanks are stolen. They've lost their sense of purpose in the universe until the Sanders re-drop off their tanks in the middle of a highway. Like, 15 minutes later 
15 minutes actual showtime. Yeah, now that was pretty freaking dope. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, how they just fell in the sky, again, super dangerous. Don't understand the psychology of that or anything. But yeah, that was dope. Yes, very much so. Um, and it's kind of a lot of this in the same way other shows really detail specific uh, niches of entertainment. This is detailing the military equipment side of the universe. So even even this plane air dropping tanks out of the back of its cargo hold via parachutes. Like that's a very real practical thing that happens in the universe. And which we get is, to see it here on display. Yeah, which is wild because you think takes are like freaking huge and you're like, this can't be real. And you're like, oh, it is real. So here we go living in the current future. And with cute girls to drive them, man, fuck yeah. I'm here for it. So, like, you and Little Uzi Vert are probably the biggest girls in Panther fans. <laughs> I feel like I know. I mean, I this don't know side, Uzi Vert. But yeah. This side of the Atlantic, yeah. <laughs> probably. Um, But no, when when we get the tanks drop, drop back off, it's like, okay, we're not going to have, have to spend any time without the tanks. Our girls are gonna go after the man. The question is, how are they gonna do it? And it turns out they're gonna do it very officially because the class president's like, hey, so you won't hold to your verbal agreement? He's like, no, verbal agreements don't mean shit. She's like, yes, they do. And he's like, whoops, we didn't have the funding. So then she goes to the tankery organization president and is like, yo, you gonna let these people talk to you like this? Gonna let them turn down the winners of the high school tournament like this? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, we're trying to put together a pro league so they might not listen. And he's like, you gonna not let the winners compete in the pro league when they want to make some money? And he's like, hmm, I guess you're right. Then brings in Miho's mom to the conversation and is like, yo, you gonna let these people compete because we'll back out if you ain't gonna let the winners compete in the pro league. Like, man, put put the work to them. Yeah, no, that's like, and the fact, like, little part is like how we see that Naho's mom is like trying to basically, it's like kind of heading this up, and it kind of sucks because I mean I get it, like with family dynamics and whatnot. But I'm like Naho, just stop being a hoe and like talk to your mom. Like, Miho? Miho, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole thing. I'm like... Especially when they, especially when they go back to the Miho, or the, what, what's her actual name? Naho. The, no, her name is, like, our main character, yes? Yeah. Miho, M-I-H-O, Miho. Oh, yeah, it's Miho and Maho. I thought you were saying Niho earlier. Okay. No, Miho and Maho. Gotcha. M-A-H-O. But the... Nishizumi, the Nishizumi clan. They go to the Nishizumi household, and her sister's like, yo, it's cool, come to the house. But when they pass by her mom's office, she's like, hey, anybody out there with you? She's like, nah, it's just a friend, don't worry about it, fam. Yeah, yeah, just go talk to your mom. Yeah, because I feel like her mom knew that was her. I'm just like, I don't know, do you think there's reason for her to act like this towards her mom? I mean, yes. In the fact that, like, 
Miho hasn't come to grips with her success and found like personal ownership of it and like own that she is valuable and successful. Like she's still kind of a team player in this sense, in a way, you know, in the confidence level that to compete with her mom's confidence, because her mom is very rigid and structured and confident, like the Nishizumi's way of tankery is the only way of success. So to have left that rigid structure and then come back and have to like own your decisions in a way that like represents the confidence of your own success. Yeah, that that's that's got to be challenging to to face, especially when you're not kind of ready for it. Which this is it this doesn't seem to be the moment in which that conversation is to be had. Yeah. Know? I mean, I guess that's Maybe, fair. I feel like that's lazy writing. Like, I feel like that would have added some actual depth I, or, like, weight to it. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Part, and part of this is coming from a world where Fruits Baskets exists, and we get to see that exact same structure get, like, followed through, through with, hmm. like, Yuki. Yuki's the rat, right? Yes. Okay, Yuki, like, going through the same ordeal and coming to grips with his parents and, like, moving beyond and growing. You know? Yeah. So we get to see him challenged by the fact that he doesn't want to talk to his parents. And then we get to see him, like, go up against that. And then he him talk to his parents. And then him, like, be his own person in front of his parents. Like, we get to see the whole arc. Yeah. Whereas this, we don't, we don't get to see that yet. I'm certain that will be a plot point later. Yeah. But sure. I don't know if now is the time to see it. Because we don't get to see the school compete with the school. You know? We don't get to see Miho compete directly with the Nishizumi style of tankery on the field of battle. True. True. So which that's probably where that's going to go on. Like when, when they get a W over the Nishizumi style, that's the point in which she will have to be like acknowledged by her family. But uh, right now we're not doing that. We're taking on a, sorry, she lost to her sister in the final of season one. Correct. No, I don't No, they won because the school was supposed to be saved. Okay, yeah. I was trying to I, I think. I felt Let's like they just already got double that check. W. But anyway, she did. She well, no, she got the W over her sister. I don't know. Here's the link to the anime wiki. I mean, her sister uses the down. style, so shouldn't that count? Anyway, this is a whole nother. I feel like this is a minute thing in the list of things. No, I think that she wins, but equally like it's still dealing with her mom. Okay. The family setting and the wedding setting are two different things. Yeah. Uh, But right now in the movie, we deal with the fact that the class president sets up a battle between a collegiate level competitor in an elimination style match where it's supposed to be 30 tanks versus like eight ish. Yeah. No, complete, complete hoed. Like, not to mention, granted, we don't know yet, but they're cheating, too. So I'm like, on top of all this, y'all gonna cheat? Streets. I mean, they ain't cheating because how the rules shake, but yes, definitely. Um, the the concept of rules are flexible here, depending on which side you are on, are on, because we see that at the very beginning. We're going up against the collegiate level competitor led by a literal child. Yeah. Child prodigy. The one that the... uh. 
the one that Miho met at the Punchy Museum that was all out of sorts and was like, yo, you take this little punchy figure because it's the last one, but you're cute. True. She was cute. And they're like, all right, we're going to go against, we go, we eight tankeries are going to go up against your 30 collegiate players. Whatever, man. We got to do it. But then, out of nowhere, on your the left. whole last squad. On your left. On my left. In- Infinity War? When oh. Circle and Falcon came out versus Thanos. Yeah. Final battle. You don't remember that? Nah, man. Wow. But, yeah, it was a huge cinematic win. Like, anyway. Yeah, so... All the <laughs> all the countries, I feel so defeated right now. I'm not even gonna hold you. <laughs> yeah, man, on your left when 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 uh, when the Falcon rolled through was like, I'm the captain now. Uh, that's the movie we're talking about, right? No, not at all. But yeah, so when all but the I, cities <laughs> came through and like not cities, countries, I, I can't yeah. remember what, the order of when it happened. But I want to say, I know China wasn't first. The, her sister was first. But what country is that? Germany? Like, uh, that's the rough part. I don't, yeah. I feel like it is Germany, but it's not Germany. But I don't know. So her sister shows up and is like, yo, we have transferred with official paperwork to this university or high school with Excuse me, with like four tanks. But before this, you see like a message go out. Like you saw a montage of all the other schools, which was really dope because you didn't really know what was happening. You just saw a montage of all the schools and I was like, oh no, they're going to do the thing. And then they did it. I was like, this is lit. So you see the call go out to all these places and the girls all show up in the uniform of uh, Mishi Orai Girls Academy. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> when you see when you see everybody transfer and whole ass wearing the uniform of the Ori compound team, I'm like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was I, I was hyped, bro. Like, and the fact that um, homegirl who was sipping the tea, Britain, I think, yeah, because I'm stereotyping, <laughs> um, was like. I'm glad we got the uniforms done in time. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it was so great. And I think it was China who had like brought 30 tanks by themselves. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. no, we didn't say that. Read the damn email. I'm like, we I only that. needed six. He's <laughs> like, all right, 24 y'all hang out. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that like spiritually when she was like, did you even read the email? I'm like, oh my God, that's how I feel. Like, did uh, y'all even read the email? Man, it was, it was so great. Yeah. So, um, it was really cool. Like the compound, the Orhai compound team, like had all these, like, I think it was, yeah, it was the, it was like all these different types. But anyway, there's like the B42 and the pepperoni and charo <laughs> cv.33 and anchovy i don't know they're just naming these things or those Bro, are the characters names but yeah you're you're just out here looking at whole ass the italian teams yeah. <laughs> the anzio girls high school featuring anchovy capri pa, car 
Pacio and pepperoni characters in the Caro Veloce CV 13 or 33. Yes. I'm mad at these names though. Yeah. And again, it's because it's girls and tanks. So I couldn't be mad at it, but like I was sunflower. Like you got dandelions, like some third thing. I was like, you got a whole Bro. group of goons out here. Yeah, man. The Ori Girls Academy is all about kawaii team names, man. What you know about the operation name being Punchy Punch? Adorable. Like, fucking adorable. Yes. I, I was here for it, you know? Like, but this is when everybody showed up and had that big, like, you know, on your left moment, like from Infinity War. I'm still mad. Um,. And they were like, yo, they got together. We got to see the captains, the vice captains, and everybody. The true comedy. I feel like the best girl. And this is what I, you know, you know why I feel like I like this more so than the first 13 is because we saw everyone together. And like my favorites were able to shine. Like the dynamics in this group were really good. Yes. Like you had the hall monitors, you had the sports club. Um, was I think are they the cosplay club? I think I think they're cosplay club. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what them girls were doing, but I'm like them, <laughs> um, and everybody just like working like the China team, being like we are just gonna go in there and we're gonna rush them because that's what we do. And then she's like, we're known for dying. <laughs> like the little yeah, girl with clearly, the <laughs> clearly rushing them is not working. But no, that yeah, her, we get to see the change of that girl with the helmet, like over the course of this show. Yeah, like we get to see her like at least twice, being like, "Charge! We must charge for glory!" And then both times, her getting shut down and like taught the like valuableness of not going to you know going to your glorious death for like later success. Yeah, and getting to see her apply that knowledge in the final battle i'm like yes this is what the fuck this is about but no totally like on the character point that's one of the great things about this show you know it, it each character team gets to personify each type of tank you know yeah even if you don't recognize the type 97 chihas you recognize oh these are the the chinese team and they're like the specific typography and like they're changing for the better in terms of like, you know, success like right. Yeah. But no, it's the character teams really personify each tank and that's the fun part about them. Yeah. And I love I love love the fact that like just the dedication and love that goes into these as well. Like the fact that um these tanks are so true to fashion and so unique as well. Like, everybody has their own fighting style, which is, like... I'll tell you what really got me hype was... Um, what It was the gray one where the treads came off, and then it was just on wheels, and then that <laughs> bit was on two wheels. I'm like, what team was that? Because I don't think they were a country. Like That was our first time seeing them, right? Yeah, that's a, to my knowledge, that's the original team from this anime. We see those two at the very beginning of the show. One of them's playing a coda, just picking away, watching the initial scrimmage. 
And the other one's like, we could have competed in this. And the other one's like, it wouldn't have been worth our time. But for some reason, they came into this final battle and are like, yo, we're here. However, I don't know their name. Me neither. And it bothers me because I'm like, who are you? Oh, Mika. Okay. So that was <laughs> just randomly clicked on one. It was her. Um, so it's Mika. And she's from a constitutional high school. I don't know. Or, yeah, continuational high school. I don't know what that is about. But she's the one who plays the instrument. Um, I'm she, at a loss. I'm I'm sorting through the, the wiki, finish. but I can't find them. Okay, here, I'll drop it for you. Um, but she's Finnish. I'm ah, seeing so Finland, Finland. So that makes sense, probably why it's a thing because yeah. it's they're very like Finnish people. I feel like so. Yeah, there's Mika. There's Aki, who is the girl with the short like blonde hair, the short buns, in the same tank as Mika. I wonder are they related. Um. Not seeing any form of relation from them, but yeah, they all just have similar names, and that's cool. I liked them; they were fun. Hopefully, and we of will course, see. What's that? It looks like Mika's introduced in OVA number six. There's a number of OVAs that go in line with uh, the original anime. I have no idea how they're ordered, though, because why would she be in OVA six? Because, uh. The movie is situated between OVA. All right. So the events of the film take place sometime after OVA number six. Okay. That makes sense. I felt like I was missing some stuff. Which let's talk very shortly about the timeline of, of production. Um, the original anime was runtime was from October of 2012 to March of 2013. Whereas the movie itself was released in uh, November of 2015. So a good two years between the end of the OG and the release of the movie. So plenty of time for, I guess, apparently six OVAs. Yeah, like, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. I'm just like, I really want to understand this. Um, Please help me understand this. So tank girls. I mean that part I get it. It's just like <laughs> all the OVAs. Like, is there even a season two for this? I know there's still a movie coming out, I believe. There's something for the tenth year. Isn't that right? Tenth year? Yeah. Something's coming out for this in the world of um Pansier. Um, I don't know what that would be though. But um certainly Tank Girls. Yes. That's uh that's the gist. Yeah. Um and the final wrapping stuff. up. wrapping up the movie we get the final battle which is the entire like everybody we fought so far in the anime coming to our side and fighting for justice it's pretty freaking late like it is it is insanely late honestly like we see all the girls um, coming together from all the countries, and we see their fighting styles because at some point they're like outnumbered. They're like, yo, we're they're fighting a university team, which is like the best university team at that, not just some random one, like the best university uh, team. So they get in hold, honestly, and it's like, you know what? Screw it. We'll just be out here doing our best, and 
they're like, screw it, we can't win. And they start doing their own tactics, you know? They're like, we're going to have to fight how we fight. Some of them do camouflage, which is... Like, the time, the prep time for this really pisses me off. Because I'm like, how? But again, throwing all logic out the window, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, don't worry about the time. Worried about the technique, you know? Yeah, so they're camouflaging, you know, knocking people off, sharpshooting snipers. My favorite, though, was them totally just using a Ferris wheel of death. Like... <laughs> I was like, this is what we're doing. Like, him yeah, man. Use your terrain to your advantage. <laughs> yes. So, um, then, like, the Italians really bring the whole fighting together once everything breaks through. Because they're kind of like the eyes in the sky with their tiny tank on the roller coaster. Yeah, man. Tankettes for the win. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that they're like, ha, we're too small for you to hit us. <laughs> get sniped from the side. It was just gold. But only after they walk their tank on water. Side note, all of the Tokyo drifting, man, these tanks were drifting like a, like a Mitsubishi, man. Well too, too drifty for my taste. Yeah. Now again, I had to throw all logic out the window with the way that these tanks maneuvered <laughs> and everything. I was just like, okay, whatever. You know, it's just... Whatever, because this it is, was fun, but Lord, it was like, um, I'd much rather enjoyed the references that were made. Like all the references in this movie were hilarious. Pop culture references. Definitely. They're like the fall of Tatooine is upon us. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm just like, these girls are adorable. Honestly, like hundred percent. So, um, but yeah, like wrapping it up, the end was again, one of those things you gotta throw your mind out the window for. But uh one of those things were the 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 team attack, man. Yes. We had this girl cornered on the top of a volcano and we still didn't end her, which led us into having to use a team attack between the two sisters to win the day. Which was cool and fun and all. But I don't know if we had to do it like that, you know. But whatever, you know, team attack for the win. The sisters coming together, and uh, we supposedly get to save our boat school, man. Yeah, no, that was. I was like, yeah, we out here, you know. We like saving boats and stuff, you know, boats and hoes. So the fact that we saved the boat, even though it was over a stupid teddy bear, I'm like, whatever, you know, and then. We don't get to see everybody going back to school and be happy. We just see the end credits. And I'm like, I'll take it. Because it was well, exactly I mean, two hours. So I'll take it. Uh, I mean, the end credits like got us on a boat that showed us the boat school. Like the boat school was still floating and we got to look at it. But yeah, we didn't get like a, you know, school day on it. Yeah. Yeah. And so like there's another movie that's in like three parts, apparently. Nah, man. It's. Girls six parts. Panzer Das Final in three yep. parts. Which is exciting. Yeah. You know? uh, currently three parts released, but it's a six part total film. Yeah, so that's what's coming out. So part four is coming out at some point next year. Because part three came out this year in March. So Which is exciting, man. We have more girls in Panzer Das stuff to watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair, you know. This is 
this is a great show that is wonderful to like experience incrementally, you know, in like once a year, once a year, come have a really good time watching really dumb stuff. Facts. And and dumb, I mean like like very non-serious, you know, very specific in the types of tanks and stuff, the battle tactics, you know, very, very specific. But like it's all just made for fun and cute and enjoyable. And, you know, in that experience, like, you know, I really value this as a as a series. Like, come let me watch girls drive tanks and just, like, have that be important for, you know, two hours of my life. No, I agree. Like, I am, I'm, I'm going to jumpstart on the movies or, like, OVAs because I want to know the, like, complete story. And I'm, like, oddly invested in um, Miko's, Miho's. That's her name, Miho. Um, Miho's <laughs> yes, Miho's side story Mi- with her mom. I'm like, I want this for you, like, so I'm really rooting for her. I really need to know that she's made it. So I'm gonna keep watching for that reason alone. Yeah, man. But definitely, Girls and Panzer to Film was a, a great continuation of the OG story, um, which fortunately there is at least six more parts in the works to round out the story um but of course yes i'm not sure where else we're gonna go with this after girl zoom panzer dust film a final um but uh yeah we've got at least three more parts to get through plus a 10th anniversary something so that's good to know yeah i'll take it i'll take 10 years of girls and panzer any day but of course you can catch more Girl Zoom Panzer stuff eventually on your typical Shona protagonist. That's uh, YTSP on all your podcasters. We're talking Spotify, iTunes, Amazon podcast at your typical Shona protagonist or on Twitter at your TSP. That's U R T S P. Okay, you got a Twitter too? Yeah, you can find me at Static Treads with a Z um, because I'm cool and all that stuff. Um, come check out the world and see how things operate or something. Hell. Hell yeah. You can, of course, catch all of the other products at Content Breaker on your podcatchers as well. Catch y'all next week for more Your Typical Shonen Protagonist. Protagonist.